0: Welcome to Disability Exchange. It's a podcast sponsored by Iowa's University Center for Excellence in Developmental Disabilities. Today we are so excited because we're able to uplift the voice of people with disabilities by sharing not only um, the story of a young woman who's rock'em, suck'em amazing, but also to hear from her mother as well, um, to hear about the joys and sometimes the hard parts of living in this world with disability.
1: My co-host today is Mike and I work with Judy at the University Center for Excellence in Developmental Disabilities. You said I am so excited to be here once again. Looking forward to hearing from our guests. You're going to hear from two, as Judy said, amazing people today, and we're just going to get right into it. Our guests are Sydney and Kelly von Lemden, and we'll let them introduce themselves and uh, go ahead and tell us tell us where you're from.
2: I'm Sydney von Limden, uh, and I'm from Marion,
3: Iowa.
1: All right. Welcome, Sydney. Welcome.
3: Who do you have with you? Uh, My mom. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm her mom. I'm Kelly von Limden, and I also live in Marion. Excellent.
0: You know, um, we just saw Kelly in our office not too long ago. Kelly, um, it would be unfair to not mention that Kelly is the training coordinator for the Iowa Leadership in Education in Neurodevelopmental and Related Disabilities, or the LEND program. And we've had several guests who've been involved in the LEND program on our show so far. And so um, we've gotten to know Kelly and Sydney quite well over the past years.
1: <laughs> and one of the things that's so cool about that is that so much of what LEND uh, is involved with, as those of you who've had a chance to listen to a podcast or to know, is um, working with people with different types of disabilities. And so one of the really cool things is that Kelly, besides being the training coordinator with Lynn, is a mom of somebody with a disability. And so I uh, would like to have both of you talk about your experience with disability or Down syndrome. And Sydney, how about you, if you're comfortable with this, how about you uh, lead us off and tell us? I have Down
2: syndrome, and I have it's three chromosomes. Got
1: a so bonus, huh? Got an extra one, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. And you've lived that obviously with with that all of your life, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Does that make you extra special with the extra chromosome? Yes, <laughs> I thought so. I thought so. Do you have any brothers and sisters? I have two sisters. Are they older or younger?
2: um once he ellie is younger and morgan is older oh you're the middle child
1: I'm right in the middle
2: oh <laughs> fun
1: so tell us about what they now i think do i remember is morgan a teacher yeah or where does she teach
2: at novak
1: oh okay. is that is that uh cedar rapids
2: um it's Marion. marion oh
1: it's in marion okay
3: what grade does she teach
2: um, she teaches fourth grade.
1: Awesome, and Ellie, what's what does Ellie do right now?
2: Oh, she's a you and I.
1: Oh, so you guys are all kind of close, pretty close together. You and I is a little bit away, little ways away, but not too far.
3: And, and Ellie wants to be a teacher too. Does mm-hmm. she? <laughs> yes.
1: They're teachers in the family.
0: Yeah. And you know, Sydney, you have a job. Tell us about that. Where do you work?
2: Um, Mount Mercy, and I do um, sports laundry, and I clean. Sports laundry? I bet that stuff gets stinky, huh?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is that for all the sports teams that are there?
0: Yeah. What's your favorite part of it? Um, like the favorite
2: part of your job? Do you have a favorite part? Not really. <laughs> do you,
0: What is, what's the best part about
3: having this job at Mount Mercy? Um, what are some of the things that you really love about having a job? What do you look forward to doing when you get there? And what, what is it? How does it make you feel? It makes me happy.
1: Good. You get to be around a lot of people during the day.
0: Yeah. Are they cool people? Yeah. <laughs> Were you an athlete when you were in high school? Yeah. What sports did you play?
2: Oh, Volleyball and basketball.
0: Oh, so now you're hanging out with your, with your homies,
2: huh? <laughs> At college.
0: <laughs> that is so cool. I bet that's probably one of your favorite parts is hanging out with other athletes. I remember seeing a video of, of you, Sid, shooting a three-pointer.
1: And you made it.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> was, that an, was that a varsity game?
2: Yeah. How
1: cool. That was very cool. I think I remember they announced your name over the the speaker too, right? Yeah. Is that pretty exciting?
3: Yeah. You should tell them about what Scott Sable and what did he honor you with. Do you remember? You got to be on TV as what? Uh, Athlete of the week. Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, wow. How cool. How many people get to say that?
3: (laughs) Not many. Remember him coming to the school yeah. and oh my goodness, that was fun.
1: Did that make you kind of nervous or did you think it was pretty fun or both?
2: It was kind of fun.
1: Was it? Get a little extra attention?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is for sure. It was pretty so fun this- seeing you on TV, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Where did you go to school at, sir? Um, Lindemar
2: High School.
0: All right. Did your sisters go to the same school or different Yeah. Did you go to special classes?
2: Um, no.
1: Did you have a helper, an associate sometimes?
0: Um, yeah. Okay. What was your favorite class? The funnest class? Um, choir. (laughs) Choir. (laughs) Choir. Were there any classes you didn't like or that were really hard for you?
1: Um, math. I I'm with you on that. Once it got past addition and subtraction, i I was in deep trouble. <laughs> <laughs> did your mom have to help you with math problems? Your mom and dad have to help you with math problems at home. Yeah. When, for homework. Yeah. Were they any
0: good at it? No. Kelly, <laughs> <laughs> did you have? To, what did you do with the school to? Help Sid out when she was in school? Were there things you did to educate
3: um, school personnel? Yeah, so I would, and it kind of changed it over the years. When Sid was in elementary school, um, I always did presentations to the class about Down syndrome and what, you know, what that meant, and um, I think it helped just kids understand that Sometimes Sydney needed extra time doing homework or assignments, and um, and so I, we did that until she was in fifth grade, and then we didn't do that anymore once she went to middle school and high school. Um, but I had lots of conversations with the teachers and trying to really look have them look at Sydney for her strengths, and that really trying to individualize her education because so many times I think we think of disability and, oh, this is where they're going to learn and this is what they're going to learn and not necessarily individualizing it to her strengths and her interests. So she was in um, general education classes and she was also um, in special education classes for reading and math. Um, and I said, I'm gonna ask you, did you, how did you, did you like school? Yeah. Did you feel like you had a lot of support to succeed? Yeah, I think so too. Um, I think for me, um, the most successful times, like advocating as a parent, were when we all just rolled up our sleeves in a meeting and tried to brainstorm about different ideas and ways to do things. And then as Sydney got older, then Sid started going to her own IEP meetings. And um, that's probably where we saw the biggest change in all of the teams really listening to what Sydney wanted, what was hard for her, what she felt she needed to help with. So it changed a lot over the years. That's how we address school.
1: Well, you know, we have kind of in the whole disability community, we often say nothing about us without us. So we had to get you one of those shirts, Sydney, That. um <laughs> I have one. It's pretty old, but I'm sure it would be way, way too big for you. But um,
0: All right. Sid, you're used to stinky laundry. Mike's going to give you. I shirt.
1: got some. Yeah, yeah. About 25 years old.
3: <laughs> the other thing I was thinking about that we did that might help others to know is when. Um, so Sydney mentioned that she has a younger sister, Ellie, and they were only a year apart in school. And so um, even though we did and we also did like a peers type of group. Um, with Sid where she got to go with friends to see the counselor or sometimes once a month we would do fun activities over the lunch hour at school and so we did that for Sid but we also set something up like that that was similar for Ellie um, her sister and Ellie's friends so they also learned about Down syndrome and just about disabilities in general so if someone had a question um, Ellie wasn't the only one that answer because they were on the playground together since they were so close in age. And I think that was really helpful too, that Sid really had a lot of um, friends and advocates for her, but so did her sister.
1: What was it like being in school at the same time and place with your sister, Ellie?
3: Oh um, playing at recess? Oh you liked that.
1: You like that. Yeah. Did it's you like having mom. her there at school?
3: Yeah. Tell them about volleyball in high school. Were you guys together in high school in volleyball? Same team? Yeah. Yeah, so Ellie played varsity um, volleyball. And so when Sid was on JV and varsity, they were practicing together. So Hmm. sometimes siblings would get annoyed with each other. Is that true, Sid? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes Ellie tried to boss you around, right? (laughs) Well, that's That's just having a sister. I know. And sometimes Sydney would boss Ellie around. So, yeah, it was good.
0: Sydney, what were some of your favorite things about school? What did you like about high school?
2: Well, I liked being in the band.
0: What did you play?
2: On percussion.
0: And what else did you like about high school?
2: Being in the choir.
1: Mm -hmm. So, you're pretty musical.
0: And did I hear? Do I remember that you were homecoming queen? Yeah, that is so cool.
1: That's quite an honor. Awesome. So, did oh, you God. have a homecoming dance and everything like that?
3: Um, yeah. Tell them who you got to crown the next year too, Ellie.
1: LA. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> it stayed wow. in the family.
0: It did. And I need to know:
3: was Morgan a homecoming queen too? No, she was on homecoming court, but she wasn't the queen. So, yeah.
1: <sighs> wow. Well, now that is a high, <laughs> high standard. And was mom homecoming queen?
3: No, and I was not on the court. <laughs> 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 so they didn't get it from me, for sure. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> were is... there some things that were hard about being in, in high school things, some parts of school that were hard, hard for you? Um, I don't really know. Were people always nice and fair to you or sometimes were they not?
2: Um, they were nice. Good.
1: That is good. So maybe some of the things that would have been, you said math was kind of hard. Yeah. Did it help to have a, like an associate or you, or you said you were in, um, like, were you in a special class for math?
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I think we, like Judy, were you a math whiz, Judy?
0: Um, I have splintered skills in that area. Arithmetic is very difficult for me. Calculus is
1: not. Hmm. I'm just the opposite. I used to be able to do problems in my head to the point when I was in high school. And I don't know, somewhere along the way, we had to do a fairly complicated, like four digit plus four digit or something. And so the teacher said, well... Just work it out, you know. Just carry the number. I, said, I have no idea what you're talking about. So then I had to learn how to actually vis- you know, do these problems that way. But when it came to calculus and algebra, especially geometry, I was out. So Sydney, I totally get it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sid, have you had any other jobs? Well, I worked at the Marion Y. What did you do there? I clocked um, them in and give them their keys.
0: Sweet, oh, yeah. you are the
2: hostess. Did What's you the hostess? Like I liked it. When you were in school, did you
0: did you do other work experiences where you got to try different jobs? Um, yeah, I worked at Fairway.
1: Mm, I remember a...
0: that. Did you like that? Um, yeah. <laughs> You're pretty easy, huh?
1: You ever had a job you didn't like? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, you know, CDD might be having a job opening one of these days. If you can go work with your mom.
3: Oh, that'd be fun. Would you want to work with me? Yes. Would you want to
0: work in our office with me? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Is that a yes? For those of you who can't yes. see, there's a big maybe. smile on her face going, well,
2: maybe. Or
1: maybe. Maybe. <laughs> So, so we have a, I have a question for you, Sid, that might be a little hard. I don't know. might not be the most fun thing to talk about, but um, we all had to go through this and um, it seems like you like to be out and doing things. And so was, uh, was it kind of hard when we had to go through um, COVID? Yeah. What were some of the things that made that really hard for you?
2: Um, it, It was really hard, like not having to be with your friends.
1: Yeah, I'll bet. That was really tough. Did you come up with any, and Kelly, if you want to jump in too, did you guys come up with any sort of ways to, to deal with that? I mean, there's no way you can replace friends, but were there any kind of things that you just tried to, to make that isolation, not, not just for Sid, but for all of you to, to make that a little easier?
3: We did more Zoom calls. So she did some with friends and then Um, I can't remember
2: and not being tested.
3: Oh yeah. She didn't like being tested for COVID. Oh
1: yeah. That's not very fun. Is it? Um,
3: And then I remember that the transition center. So Sid went to Linmar and then she went to the transition center for two years after she graduated. And um, it got cut short that year because of COVID and they've been
2: training online
3: and Sid, you really liked that, didn't you? Where you got to see your friends and um, talk. And um, so I think that was helpful. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was, I mean, we played games at home, but it literally, we were shut off from everyone that you used to hang out with other than through Zoom. So it was hard.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I'm sure you're glad that you're able to be back at work now.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sydney, you mentioned your friends. Tell us a little about a bit about your friends. Do you have best friends? Do you have boyfriend? Tell me about about the about um, your social life. What you do for fun?
2: Well, I do. Um, I ha- I hang out with friends.
0: What do you guys um, do when you
2: hang out? Like watch movies and go out for dinner.
0: Cool. What's your favorite movie? Um,
3: oh, tough question. Yeah. You like a lot of movies, don't you? And oh, they might want to know what you and I like to watch together Christmas
1: movies. (laughs) Christmas movies. All right. We're Hallmark (laughs)
3: movie fans, aren't we? Yeah. And sports fans, right? We like to watch sports on TV. What sports do you guys watch? Iowa, basketball. But you also like to watch what other teams do you like to watch? Iowa State. Iowa State. And what about our favorite pro football team?
1: Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys. So what happens when Iowa and Iowa State play against each other? And then who do you root for? I don't
3: know. <laughs> and, and why do you say that? Who is the Iowa and Iowa State fan in our house? Um, my
1: mom is Iowa fan. My, my dad Iowa State fan. Oh, <laughs> that's a tough one. You could root for one for the first half and the other one for the second half.
3: She's a very good supporter of both in that Oh, no, that's good. <laughs>
1: yeah. Luckily, it only happens a couple times a year. Mm-hmm. That's right. So you probably have all different colors of, uh, you got the black and gold. I don't even know what color Iowa State is. That's That's terrible to admit, but what color is Iowa State?
2: It's red and gold.
1: Red and gold, okay.
2: Boy,
0: Mike, you're out of it. I yeah. am out of it.
1: Well, it's it's the vision thing, you know? I know what color Penn State is, though. They're blue and white.
0: And you can see blue and white, but not red and yellow? That's it. Just checking. <laughs> <laughs> We've okay. heard a rumor that you like to travel. If you could go anywhere, where would you want to go? In Colorado.
2: Colorado. Oh.
0: Does that have something to do with uh, with CIC, with Caleb's program? Yes. Yeah. When you, you went and visited and you helped for a week last summer, right?
2: Yeah.
0: And Caleb's got a program where he's got people working in summer camps. What did you do in the summer camp?
3: Um, We just, we just watched. We didn't really work last summer, but just met and kind of toured the camp.
1: And who are, who are the campers? Are the campers, do they have disabilities or some do and some don't or who comes there? They do.
3: Uh, yeah. What, what are you hoping to do this summer?
2: Working in Colorado. Can I come? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Is mom coming?
3: No. no what are you no going to do? Tell them what you want to do at camp. Cooking. Mm-hmm. And where would you live? In my cabins. That yes. And how like long do you want to go for?
2: <laughs> <summer.
3: Yes.
0: laughs> the Your mom is going to have trouble with that. Oh. And for our listeners, um, one of Sydney's high school friends is a man named Caleb Cook. And he just started a not-for-profit called Cook Inclusive Company. And they're really geared at creating inclusive living and work situations for individuals with disabilities um, right now by focusing on working with summer camps um, where they're infusing the kitchens um, with a small group of people with disabilities who are transitioning into work and transitioning into living more independently for the summer. And I can't think of a better place to go than Colorado for that, Sid. It's really cool.
1: I think I know of one other person that's going that's from Iowa that actually is in our LEND program right now. So do you know if there'll be other people from Iowa going out there?
3: I know that um, there will be other UI REACH students. Um, okay. And so, so, yes. And then I think there'll be probably people with disabilities from Colorado as well. And I don't know who else, how they're, um, how they're identifying or sending out information about this opportunity because we're pretty excited about it. And they feel like they have support set up. Um, Certainly understand that for parents, it's really hard to let go and um, trust that all the supports are in place um, that are needed, but I think we're pretty confident that this is a good fit, and we're excited for Sydney to do this and learn independence and what she wants, you know, other opportunities. The nice thing about her Mount Mercy job is that she works during the school year So she does have her summers off. So this is a really great fit for that. And I can't wait to hear about all the people that she's going to meet too.
1: The other thing that's really cool about that is that if you ever decided that you wanted to get a different job, which you might not for a long time, but it's really, really good work experience. Really, if you know that, that makes people know that you really like to, to work and help other people. So I think that's really awesome that you're doing that.
0: Most importantly, Sid, you're learning how to cook, so that when we come over for dinner.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, Kelly, you you mentioned briefly about you know how how hard it is for parents. Um, as your is some of our listeners are probably parents. Um, what advice do you give them so that they can all have an amazing young woman like Sydney, um, who's able to go to Colorado and be homecoming queen and work as an athletic uh, laundry laundry queen.
3: (laughs) Well, and she didn't (laughs) mention she also helps with the volleyball team. So she has a rock star um, job and opportunity at Mount Mercy. That's really cool. Well, I think for advice for other parents is um, always, as you're making and building relationships, remember that people really do want to help. Um, So be constantly asking and um, just talking about different things that your friends and coworkers are doing, and you never know when that connection might happen. Um, I think also now just knowing it's helping me because I know Caleb and a family that is out in Colorado, but also we've learned a little bit more about rehab or vocational rehabilitation that they're able to find a job coach out in Colorado for Sydney that her services do cover that. So I do ask a lot of questions. I don't, I don't always know what questions to ask, but I'm always trying to find out information. And, and I think that's really important too. So asking lots of questions, I think it's going to take a little faith, um, that things will be okay. And, um, and certainly trust in those that Sydney will be with. And I have a lot of trust and faith in Sid, And, um, so I, I think, you know, a good support team is what it's going to take, and I believe we're building that team. So, anyway.
1: Well, and it helps that you have somebody that you you've already know too. Like, uh, I absolutely. mean, I think that's really really amazing that he's. So is he about? So Sid, how old are you? You're twenty. 20?
2: I'm t- I'm twenty two.
1: Twenty two. So, how, is Caleb about that same age? Yes. So that's really awesome that as a young person like that, that he's really taking on this. This is a this is quite a responsibility.
3: Yeah, he's just been an amazing. Well, he's an amazing friend, but he's an amazing person and has such um, large visions for the opportunities that he wants to create for people with disabilities. Um, he actually gradu- graduated from the University of Iowa in therapeutic recreation. Is that right? I think. Mm-hmm. And um, and so he was very involved in UI Reach, and even in our high school, he. Um, did different fundraisers and was very involved in best buddies and really just believes in their gifts and their what they can contribute and believe that they're really great employees and so we feel really fortunate that Caleb has been in our life for as long as he has and he continues to amaze us with his passion and determination and willingness i mean this is scary to start a nonprofit and he seems to have created a very supportive network as well. So he has a lot of people that believe in this mission or this vision, I guess.
1: It's great. So as we kind of look to start wrapping things up, we've got plenty of time, but Sydney, I'd like to ask you a question, you know, so just remember that people um, that are going to be listening to this, some people will, might be familiar with Down syndrome and some people might not. So if there's, what, what would you like other people? that might be listening to this, whether they are have a disability or not, or their parents, what would you like people to know about Down syndrome?
2: It has three extra chromosomes, uh-huh. and yeah. it's really cool.
1: And it's cool. What's cool about Down syndrome?
2: It makes me special.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I was going to say, what's, what's cool
0: about Down syndrome is you, said. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, got that bonus chromosome in there. Well, you know, Sydney, that is a really, really powerful message. I don't know if you know this, but um, a lot of people, if they hear the word Down syndrome, they, they get sad or they think, oh, gosh, that's too bad. And you're telling us it's cool. And I just think that just brings a really big smile to my face because I think people need to understand. And hopefully by having by listening to what you've had to share today and your mom, you have a really, really full, fun life. I'm sure it's not always easy 100% of the time, but you're, you're really living, living a great life. And now you've got something really special and important to look forward to this summer. And so I think, you know, that the whole message at Down syndrome is cool. It's something that our listeners and, and others need to really grab onto.
0: That's the t-shirt you should have. <laughs> oh,
2: we <totally> have. <laughs> you should have. Down syndrome is cool. Can we get that? <laughs>
0: You know, Sydney, one of the things that we ask people is all of our lives get kind of marked by something that makes us special, something that we do that that makes the world better or different, um, and we call it our legacy. What do you think, how do you think you're going to change the world?
3: What about you? That's kind of hard. That is kind of hard. It is okay. kind of hard. So um, how about um would it be okay to maybe ask her what um what she thinks is special about her like what makes Sydney special
2: no is this this body
3: and what is your superpower
2: I have three chromosomes <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> now if I could get an extra chromosome would it make me as cool as you <laughs>
3: how how come? How come? What about
0: what about that third chromosome would make me cool?
3: What are some of the things that we always tell you that we love about you? Kind.
1: You're kind. Cool. I'd believe that.
2: And you know, I'm a hard worker. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't want to put anything into your mouth, but I wonder if your parents will ever tell you that you're really a good friend to people. Yeah,
3: that's just what I whispered in her ear. No kidding. <laughs> because
1: she is such a. It's oh <laughs> <is> so amazing.
0: <laughs> Mike's, Mike's superpower but, is hearing what moms yeah. whispers in her no,
1: I did not hear that. Just for the record, <laughs> there is no way I could have heard that over my headset. Oh
0: my God. That is
1: funny. Well, Kelly, Kelly do you I want to answer? I was wondering what
3: Kelly's legacy was. Me too. I said
1: that's I was. Oh, this is getting scary here.
3: My um, mouth, my mouth. I know. So I think I, uh, my legacy would be that I want all of us, medical professionals, educators, community members, um, employers to recognize that people with disabilities have tremendous gifts. They're really good employees, they're good friends, and that we need to look past their um, disability. um, And just to see, they are there's so much more than a diagnosis i think um and also when i think about um something that i learned from tyler green um is he taught us um that success isn't always winning the race it's giving people the opportunity to participate or to run in a race and i you know challenge all of us to be thinking about how can we help everybody reach their success or their dreams and, and making that happen for people with disabilities. And Sid, I have a question for you. This is a hard one, but you got this.
0: What is the most awesome thing about that woman sitting next to you, your mom, what makes her so special?
2: Um. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what makes that, that's okay. No. Yeah.
0: Is she pretty awesome? Yeah. <laughs> She is. Hey, Kelly. What yes, Judy. <laughs> I know that Sid thinks working is important and cool, but as a parent, what what impact do you see that it has on her?
3: I am really um, wanting people to understand the impact that Sydney has having a job has had on her. I can't imagine her life if she wasn't able to go to work. Um, she works four days a week. Um, from 9 to 3.30. And then during volleyball season, she's there until 5.30 or 6. And it gives her purpose. She has friends there. They tell her she ha- she's doing a good job. They want her to work more when she can. And I think she feels valued. It's her support system. It's her social um, group. And she gets to make money. And what do you like doing with her- your money, Sid? what What do you like to buy with money ice cream ice cream cream. so she gets to buy ice cream um but i think one of the things that has been challenging recently and i think covid has really um, made it even more difficult is that um transportation to her job is a challenge and you know we've had lots of issues where the ride doesn't show up or they're late and you know, Sid takes her job as seriously as the rest of us, and and they count on her. And so trying to make sure that we have the right supports in place so people with disabilities can work and work in a job that they love and they feel valued is so, so important. So we're just so thankful that Sidney has this opportunity. And what's wonderful about this is they're thankful for her, too.
1: I I just know I remember my own experience when I wanted my first job. I was still in high school, I think, and I thought it would really be cool to have a job. And um, for those that may not know, I'm listening out in podcast land. I've been blind since birth, and I think my parents were a little, well, we don't know how this is going to work. And I kind of remember something a little similar, Kelly. It was. I mean, I know you were always totally confident in Sid, but you were like, well, we're going to see how this goes and it mm-hmm. sounds like it's going awesomely well. And obviously, Sid, you're the reason that it's going well because you're putting the effort in and you're putting in your personality because people like you. And obviously, you're a hard worker. And so I just think it's cool to see how all of us have, you know, we grow. And you know, now you're going off on this new adventure to Colorado. So you uh, you really are a hard worker, and it sounds like you like to do anything you can to, to try new, new experiences experiences new things that's that's great
0: so is there anything else you want to say to us no <laughs> has this been fun for you i know you were nervous but you have been a rock star has this been okay
3: yeah
1: are you gonna go out and tell all your friends to be on the podcast now
3: we'll mm. have to share the link with them won't we so they can yeah. listen to you
1: and then they can decide well we're always looking for new guests
3: oh yeah
0: i want to keep that in mind that would be kind of fun, Sydney. If you had uh, two or three
3: friends, we could have a party. It'd be like a slumber party. Well, we should have Caleb.
1: Oh, wouldn't Sid- that be cool?
3: And Grace, your friend, and and Sid, that would be a fun one. Hey, wouldn't we
1: is fun? Is we could do a podcast when when you guys are out in Colorado, and we could bring in a whole bunch of people, campers and counselors. That would
0: be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sydney. Um, can you just let Mike know right now that if you're going to do this in Colorado, you're going to need me to be with you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Road trip. Yep. Did uh, Sid meet Ben last summer?
3: She did. And we're hoping, Mike, I don't know if I mentioned this to you, that um, so Ben is, I can't remember her exact title, but is going to be, I think, like an assistant mm. to Caleb. And <laughs> so, she, I think, is going to live, if it all works out and they go to the same camp, she'll be living at the same camp that Sydney might go to, and then they could room together in the cabin. So, isn't that Whoa.
1: cool? Well, Ben's pretty cool. We she need to is. get her on the podcast one of these days.
3: Yeah, we do. She's awesome.
1: Well, I'd just like to take a minute to thank everybody, all two of you, Kelly and Sid, for being such great guests we always love doing these podcasts, but this has been an especially fun one. And I just like to thank all of you out there listening to us. And I hope you learned as much as we did. It's just been really fun, Sydney, to get to know you better, and Kelly to get um, to hear your great thoughts along the way. Um, and I'm going to turn it over to Judy to see if she has any last minute thoughts. Not that she she's so quiet, I doubt she does. But Judy, do you have any last minute thoughts?
0: Of course I do. I'm never going to forget Down syndrome is cool. Awesome. Thank you guys
2: so much. Thank you. Thank you.
1: So we would like to take a couple of extra minutes at the end of this podcast um, to pay tribute to an amazing self-advocate, an amazing young man, and a, and a very good friend of mine. Uh, during our conversation, um, Kelly mentioned the name of Tyler Green and some of the things that Tyler taught us. Um, Tyler was 31 years old, and uh, at the time of this recording, it was uh, three days ago at the time of this recording, he was hit by a car in Waterloo in his power wheelchair while crossing a street. Uh, He was airlifted Iowa City and sadly did not survive. He passed away yesterday. Um, He opened so many eyes through all kinds of things, starting in, in his, with his school career. He did an amazing um, video uh, called I'm Tyler, which just talked about he, his being a regular high school kid. And it went viral at a time when social media wasn't nearly as, as popular as it is now. Um, and he, he launched basically his self-advocacy career From there he graduated from UNI and then he um, began working at um, the Waterloo uh, Family YMCA um, with a program called Together We Play, which is all about inclusive recreation. Uh, He was involved with a health provider training video which we hosted several years ago and played a lead role in educating people about accommodating people with speech disabilities and so um, he would have been a wonderful guest. And so for this program, because he embodies what, uh, what we are doing here in terms of elevating the voices of people with disabilities. And we just felt that it was fitting um, to pay a moment of, of tribute uh, to Tyler for all that he accomplished and for all the education that he has offered to so many people over these years.
0: Our deepest sympathies to his families
3: and friends. Thank you for joining us today on Disability Exchange. Disability Exchange is produced by the University Center for Excellence in Developmental Disabilities, which is housed at the Center for Disabilities and Development at the University of Iowa. Special thanks to Kyle Delvaux for the music contribution.